There has never been a better time for powerful parenting on this episode of Pushback. If you're concerned about the direction our culture is heading, then maybe it's time to push back. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Johnny, and this is another episode of Pushback. You know, I try to release these podcasts on topics that are important to me or things that are happening in my life or things that are happening in the world and current events. And so I try to stay connected to uh, things that are cutting edge and, and in the moment. And perhaps there's been no greater honor, challenge, blessing, uh, difficulty than the role of being a parent. And my wife and I have had opportunity, I put that in quotes, opportunity to do a lot of parenting in the last couple of weeks. And uh, most of it is an honor and a privilege. Some of it is hard and challenging, uh, but it is critical. And so when I talk about parenting, this is a real core message, not only to push back the podcast, but to Dr. Johnny and his life and, and GoFam Ministries. Um, I want to, before I get too far into this, just remind you of some references uh, that, that can be helpful for these topics. Uh, if you go to gofam.org, uh, gofam.org and go to our store page, um, I've written two books, one called Restoring the Power of Family um, and one called The Ultimate, uh, Restoring the Culture of Marriage. And as we speak, I am uh, looking and working on an outline uh, for our parenting book. My wife and I do a course on family. We do a course on marriage. Uh, and we hope to very soon be rolling out our course on parenting as well. Uh, so stay tuned for that. But those first two books that I wrote, I really have vision for those three books, the two that are written and the one that is yet to be written, uh, to be a series sort of a restoring the culture series as we talk about family, marriage, and parenting. And so stay tuned for those. But I do want to very specifically talk about parenting today uh, because, you know, for the last 26 years, I've been doing it. And I know that many of you have been doing it much longer than that. Um, but parenting is so critically important, especially in the culture that we live in. You know, I think about the sometimes you have to take a step back and look at it from a bird's eye view. But when we talk about the woke community and especially the woke community infiltrating our school systems, um, they must have seen a weakness, honestly, because of the brazen uh, attitude that the educational system actually took towards, quote unquote, indoctrinating, end quote, our children uh, to critical race theory and LGBT issues and, and social issues and sexual issues and, and, and gender identities and all of these things that have been coming down the pike. Um, they've really been throwing these into the face of families and parents specifically. And they are looking to control and actually change uh, the educational environment and culture for our children. And they were hoping to do that separate from parents like just to be able to run with that on their own and, and to, to propagate their 
agenda. And they, I think they anticipated really little or no pushback from parents. You know, uh, I was talking to somebody about, you know, MMA, mixed martial arts. Now I'm not advocating it. <laughs> I don't like to watch it. Uh, it's pretty barbaric and violent. Um, but you, but it certainly would extrapolate to boxing as well. That when, you know, one of the contenders sort of stuns the other um, contender, either a hit to the face or a blow to the body, and, and the one staggers or gets stunned, um, the, the one who threw the punch has learned that that is the time to pounce when they are the most vulnerable. Well, I feel like this 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 woke environment, the 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 liberal uh, agenda uh, people actually probably saw a a maybe a staggering or a stunned look on parents' face parents' face and decided this is the time, and sort of unprecedentedly moved on the curriculum and the agenda at schools, and then they pounced. I think what they weren't anticipating, however, is how parents overcame that blow and bounced back and fought back. And in fact, many have, have labeled 2022 as the year of the parent, where the parents were able to flex their muscles and say, wait a minute, you don't get to control the education and the direction of the education for my children. You are actually stewards given by us to educate our children, not indoctrinate our children. And it was funny because I believe the woke community really didn't quite know how to respond because it's hard to push back from a parental group wanting to have control of their own children. I just, they, I think they thought that there wouldn't be that. I think it's so ironic that these same educators are upset at, you know, lack of funding, which is actually set per child. Um, and as children are leaving the school system, they're getting less funding, but they're not willing to look in the mirror and see that their radical agenda is actually what's forcing parents to turn away and seek alternatives. Like, hello. And rightfully so. This might be a time where parents, where you parents, Seek alternatives, depending on how your school system responds to you pushing back. Because it is absolutely your right, not only your right, but your God-given position here on earth to care and to parent children. You know, parent is a powerful word, and I believe in our culture it's becoming less powerful, but I don't believe it has to stay that way. And that's the purpose of this podcast is to, is to give you vocabulary, give you strategy, give you speaking points so that you can actually engage those who are trying to manipulate and sway your children and the culture that they live in. So when I talk about parenting today, it is a classic pushback culture topic. This is a classic I've talked about it a few times, but I need to talk about it much, much more because we as parents, we can't simply bob down the river, the bob down the river of current culture, current culture. There's a pun there, isn't there? <laughs> kind of on purpose, current culture, the direction that the current is taking culture. 
And so many parents feel like they are helpless and you can just see their heads just bobbing in the river as they go down, getting swept away into this radical agenda that's changing culture away from a biblical moral standard. So are we going to be those bobbing heads or are we going to stand up and push back? That is the role that we carry as parents. So what I see in the culture is actually a weakening. I think we can all see it. A weakening of the family structure, a weakening of par- parents and what the word parenting actually means. And, and the, the woke community is so trying desperately to change definitions and to change what it means, not because it's better or it's an alternative, but they're just tr- simply trying to weaken the core nuclear family. That's the goal. And we cannot allow it. So what I see is a weakening of the family structure. I see impotence in parents to speak into and to guide their children's lives. And I believe that this transition of, of, of clinging to parents and looking to parents for guidance and advice to, to being swept away into the world's culture, I believe that transition is happening at a younger and younger age. And that concerns me. So we've had the opportunity as parents capital P, (laughs) lately in our own family. And it isn't fun, but at the end of the day, it's a privilege and it's an honor. And it's a place that we we should unashamedly and unapologetically stand in on behalf of our parents, being the parent. Because our children are desperately looking to us for guidance and for answers. And the world is saying your parents don't understand you. The parents don't know you. That's the message they're receiving in one ear. And yet they know that the words that we speak to them ought to carry power and potency and effectiveness and strategy. But we're sitting right now currently in a culture that is so loud and obnoxious. But this is not the time. um, um, It's a it forces parenting to be more and more intentional as they become louder and more obnoxious. It's time for us to focus and become more and more intentional. We need to be aware of the issues that face our children every single day. Now, I think any of us could sit down with a list, but have we, had, have, we sit down, have we sat down with a list with intentionality in mind to actually discuss this with our children, not from a place of fear, but from a place of strategy, because the world is trying to woo our children away into a, into a realm of compromise. Whereas the Bible says that we are actually here to be a light upon a hill, not a compromising light, but a standard Have we ever considered that our children, no matter where they are or where they go or who they interact with, actually bears a standard and it's a standard of heaven? And so we need to be intentional because the world is giving them a markedly different message. And maybe I'm not telling you something that you don't already know, but it also needs to be a wake-up call. That we can't just simply allow the slow and smoldering work of the world erode away our children's hearts. We need to actually be on the forefront of their heart. 
in their face, speaking to them. At the amount of energy that the world puts in, we need to put at least as much, if not more, in order to reverse the current culture. That's what it entitles. It requires a lot of energy, a lot of activity. So let me just give you a short list. This is not an exhaustive list. This is not a new list. Nothing has changed. Nothing is new under the sun. But I believe that the prevalence and the accessibility to these issues is at an all-time high. And that the, the ability for our children to be exposed to these problems is everywhere. It's easily apparent and easily attainable. And I believe that has changed even in my lifetime. Let me just go through the list that I wrote down. There is a, a battle about origins, and you've heard this before millions of times, and I'll try not to spend the rest of the podcast on this one little topic, but I plan to in the future many times about origins, about evolution, about purpose and value in life. And they're learning in science class that they've, they are a cosmic accident with no purpose, and their only challenge is to be more fit than the person next to you. And it becomes a dog-eat-dog -dog world, void of compassion, void of morality, because why would we? We eat, drink, and be merry, because when we die, there's nothingness. nothingness. That's what's being taught every day in science class. Unless we as parents are equally as proactive, telling them the biblical worldview about how they were created with purpose, and with value for life, then they are trapped in a hopeless circular culture. There's a culture of pornography. When I say culture of pornography, it's not just pornography. It's the accessibility. They have porn boxes in their hand. It's called a cell phone. And unless we as parents put extreme boundaries and software and protections about them, guess what? It's easily accessible. And if you think your child isn't tempted, you're wrong because they're human beings with sexual curiosity. And that's natural and that's normal. But the accessibility is rampant and the world is telling them that it's normal and it's fine and it's painless and it's victimless. And they couldn't be more wrong about any of that. They are in a culture of foul language. We, we hear it all the time now that my children are immersed in sports and, and, and obviously movies and TV shows. And they're constantly pushing the envelope of the words that come out of our mouth. And it's, and it's foul and it's vile and it's destructive. And we need to have boundaries. Oh, everybody says it. Oh, everybody talks this way. But your children and you are the standard bearers. You are the standard bearers. If you demonstrate compromise, then the world feels like compromise is an acceptable culture. There is relationship and dating pressure like never before. It's because it's modeled to them on TV, magazine, magazines. It's everywhere. 
And there's pressure to have a boyfriend or have a girlfriend or have relationships very early. And my friends, your children, especially your teenage children, are not mature enough to, to navigate a personal, soul-connected relationship. And that's not to insult them or to belittle them. It's just pure biology and science and maturity. And so what happens so often is that they get in way over their head and they're having to deal with emotional soul tie issues way before they're mature enough to handle it. That's why, by the way, as a culture, we don't allow older men to date 14-year-old girls and have sex with them. We don't allow it because they're not mature enough to handle it. So why do we feel like our 15 and 16-year-olds can handle it with each other? It's ludicrous. Parents, we need to be proactive. We need to have a strategy. We need to have them explain why they would want to be in a relationship. And if they can't because they won't be able to, then we need to say that this is a boundary that you're just not ready for yet. And that's called powerful parenting. And you need to hear it from me that it's okay to be powerful. Obviously, you're going to feel uncomfortable about it because they aren't mature enough to handle it. So move in and intervene and set those boundaries for their sake, for their emotional sake. There's unbelievable sexual pressure that goes along with that as well. It's destructive, it's painful, and it, it allows your kids to have baggage for the rest of their lives. Even just navigating relationships is unprecedented like never before, even since I was a kid. Because there's this thing called social media where they have to learn to negotiate and navigate relationships digitally. I don't even understand. And you can like and you can unlike and you can share and you can, and you can connect and you can FaceTime and you can say things with a boldened and brazened attitude thinking that there's no consequence. And you say things, they say things to each other that they would never say to each other's face. And there's bullying and there's pain and there's hurt. And our kids are going to need to learn to navigate it. And they're going to need to learn to have strategy to overcome it. And there needs to be the tightest boundaries on our phones and on social media. There's violence like we've never seen before. And we can extrapolate that from video games and TV shows that keep pushing the envelope of violence. And the things that we parents allow our children to see actually creates a quote-unquote normalcy of violence, it's everywhere, like never before. And I understand that even some who might be listening here might have broken homes or, or divorce or this is a second marriage or stepchildren and that creates a whole other web of entanglement of difficulties and, and hardships and it needs to be talked about. It can't just be swept under the carpet. So, time, so many times in those types of environments, there is such a high guilt factor that that it ends up just being a permissive type attitude towards your children or stepchildren. And it causes the cycle of pain and dysfunction. Depression and anxiety are statistically at an all-time high uh, for younger aged children and into the teenage years. How can we ignore it? How can we say, well, it's, it's just always been that way? It's, it's higher than it's ever been. And children are on antidepressants and anti-anxiety medications like never before. And they're trying to navigate this on their own. And parents, we need to be the ones to help them walk through it. 
There is the strange woke pressures that are on our children for the LGBTQ communities, for transgender issues, for racial issues, for the things that they are bombarded with. And guess what? They aren't mature enough to navigate these hard, difficult issues on their own. That's why, they, that's why God gave them parents to help them walk through this. And there's drugs and alcohol. And the world's so desperately trying to normalize that. Even at a younger age, we try to not make it even legal. And yet it's sung about on country music and shown all over on TV and children are participating at younger and younger ages. I'm an ER doctor. I know how this works. It's devastating. Aaron Rodgers was talking about, oh boy, here we go. Ayahuasca? Ayahuasca? <laughs> it's some kind of psychedelic hallucinogen that he takes to ha- kind of help bring him balance, he says. And that we shouldn't call it a drug because it came from a plant. Well, the pharmaceutical expert Aaron Rodgers needs to understand that, you know, Morphine, codeine, and heroin also come from a plant. It's called the opium poppy. Does that make them not drugs? Does that make them not dangerous, Aaron? It's ridiculous. But he's saying, well, marijuana and ayahuasca, I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. (laughs) They aren't drugs. They're just plants. We need to get a clue. This is what our kids are up against. We need to have a response and a parental strategy for every single one of the topics that I just listed. I am willing to be the champion of that. I'm willing to spend a podcast on each one of these. If you feel like that would be helpful, we could walk through those together as parents so that we have a biblical boundary that we can put around our children so that we are intentional to help them navigate these. These are big things. Each and every one of them can can destroy them or bring destruction to their lives and to their soul and to their mindsets. And we as parents need to be on the front edge, the, the front line to help them. So often I hear parents say, well, kids will be kids. Or there's nothing that I can do. Kids don't listen to me. We need to let them make their own mistakes. Gag, gag, gag. My friends, that is a bumper sticker of powerless parents bobbing down a river. And it has to stop. We have to stop disqualifying ourselves, disempowering ourselves, and step up and be what we were called to be. My goal in the pushback is to give you vocabulary and strategy, and I'm willing to be very specific with you. So why? Why do we do this? It's because of love wanting the best for your children, wanting them to have a full life, wanting them to advance the kingdom. Isn't that what we all want for our children? All of you at the sound of my voice, that's what we want for our children. Guess what? It requires a lot of work, a lot of intentionality, and we are living in a time that we just have to step up. Parenting is about boundaries and hearts. Boundaries rather than control and hearts rather than behavior. If we focus on our parenting and it's just control and behavior, then we've missed the point of parenting. Loving boundaries create a place for them to operate in complete freedom. And we raise our children with hearts that want to be there. 
So the question is, this whole list I just gave you, what is the boundary and where is their heart on each and every one of these topics? And if you don't know the answer to that, then you need to connect with that list that I just gave you and start talking to your children. I will pray about doing a series that maybe would help you do that. And they can listen to Dr. Johnny and then you can discuss it afterwards. I think it would be very helpful and very purposeful. It takes a lot of effort to stand against a current. We have a little long prairie river out the back of my parents' house. And we go and we swim in that. When we try to walk upstream, even in this little river, it takes work. It is not easy. But in this case, it's so important. This is what it takes. It takes powerful parenting. Amy and I have said a few times over the last week have we have, as we have been powerfully parenting that our kids will thank us someday for this. We've had this line spoken and maybe that's true. But in this current state and even if they aren't always happy with us, we need to be unwavering in our parenting. And my friends, this is more than just damage control. This is about raising culture changers. Raising influencers, raising territory takers. If you want that for your kids, then it's going to require powerful parenting. They need you. And when I wrote my outline for this message, I wrote this down at the end. Because I believe that somebody needs to hear this. Somebody who's listening to this podcast today. It is never too late. It is never too late. I don't care if you have adult children. I don't care if your children aren't listening to you now. I don't care if you believe you've lost control. You've lost connection with your children. It's never too late. Never. The power of the Holy Spirit will blow your mind. And he loves your kids even more than you do. But it may require a course change. It may require you to stop bobbing down the river and plant your feet and turn around and start walking against the current. It's going to require you to do that as a parent. And I would like to help you any way that I can. So thank you for listening to me, to, to me this week. And let's go together now to set and shape the culture. Oh.